Greetings, fellow Earthlings. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of And Another Thing with Dave. I want to thank all of our listeners from all over the world. Please do subscribe and share if you're not already. All right, let's get into it. topic right now though but it just came off the top of my head i don't know who this ryan guy is but um yeah we give israel like i don't know what is it uh four so, billion so dollars you... a, a year in support something like that oh yeah is that the united states yeah exactly the united states gives israel like four billion dollars a year in financial aid but here we got a oh, wow. huge homeless population like we have, we have an epidemic of homeless people here. So we're helping Israel more than we're helping our own country. It's crazy. Yeah, that's uh, that sounds a bit odd. I mean, um, I mean, I have no idea. Is that uh, is that advertised somewhere? Yeah, is that just, something yeah, that the Google. government? Totally. Talks yeah, it's, uh, oh, absolutely. I mean, they try not to talk about it much, but it's public information. So you could just Google it and you can see in the latest uh, bill how much support we gave Israel. It's oh, crazy. Shit, yeah. More recently, in fiscal year 2019, the U.S. provided $3.8 billion in foreign That's military aid. Foreign military Israel also benefits from about $8 billion of loan guarantees. Almost all U.S. aid to Israel is now in the form of military assistance, while the past has also received fuck. So, so it's not just uh, financial so aid, it's, it's military. We're giving them weapons. Um, crazy. I mean, weapons or, weapons or, uh, uh, or money, it's the same. Or money, or money, because they have their own badass weapons. So maybe we're just helping them buy more, yeah. Build more, but yeah, way, crazy, more. right? Um, yeah, I I don't understand the U.S. foreign affairs. To be honest with you, makes no sense. The only thing I can think of is that everything is being run by the oil companies, so they wanna start shit and destabilize any country that has resources, and then they can say, "Oh, we need to go in and help." you know, stabilize it. But in reality, they're the ones that destabilized it in the first place so that they could get the resources privatized. You know, this has happened in Iraq, Afghan, Afghanistan, um, uh, Syria. <laughs> it's funny. It's, it's funny you say that because I'm originally from Iraq. So You're I right? know first I'm, I'm originally from Iraq. Yeah. No way. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that <laughs> Oh, that's so cool, dude! I would. Oh my God, you you could teach me some shit, because <laughs> I have a whole pod. I have a whole podcast about how our country's fucking up the Middle East. But what do I know? I'm in California, right? I just all, the only shit, the only information I can get is like over the internet. So like, holy sure. shit, to be able to talk to some, to be able to talk to somebody like yourself, dude, this is priceless. Wow. <laughs> 
I need to what, what I need to shut the have? fuck up. Yeah, I need to shut the fuck up and listen to you. Um, first of all, how do you look at the which United part, States? Which, which part of uh, California are you from? Northern California, about an hour north of uh, San Francisco. Oh yeah, I've been to San Francisco yeah. last year, twenty nineteen. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, That's an awesome place. I lived there for about 20 years. How do I look at your country? How do I look at America? I mean, um, yeah. How? Not not only you, but not only you, but like the average person there, you know. So I'm not the average person. The average person would. um, I I used to be the average person. So the the way we see it is. You know, when when the U.S. first came to Iraq, they're like, "Oh, our, there are saviors, they are and so on and so forth." Until that 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 whole thing got uncovered, yeah, and the whole corruption came in, and then then you totally. see that the yeah. so let's first separate the government from the people. Oh, um, absolutely, because, absolutely. Because because because. You, the people vote, and then eventually the government does whatever they want to do. That's at the end. Thank you. Do that and I think I think right. I think the people are the same everywhere. I think it's the governments that are the problem. Yeah, I mean, I mean, there are good people and bad people everywhere. Um, what I, like um, when I first, I mean, when I first left Iraq, I thought, oh my God, you know, the Iraqis are so. Uh, they're so uneducated and yada yada yada. And then I came here, and then I found the same um, same behavior. You find the uneducated and educated people everywhere. So, yeah. So, what do I think about the government? I think what they're doing is in the best interests, in the best short term interest of the United States. It's probably not the best for the long term, and it's definitely not good for the other countries that they're going and they're. You know, they're saying that, oh, we're going to save that country and so on. They're not doing it for because they love us as Iraqis. No. They don't do it because, you know, um, they want to be the knight on white horse and be the no. savior. No, they're just going there because, you know, there's a lot of oil and they can get it for dirt cheap. And they go there, they corrupt the different organizations, the government organizations. I mean... The Iraqi government right now is fully corrupt. The, the U.S. dick is all up his, the, the Iraqi government's ass all the way. So, oh, yeah. I bet, <clears throat> I bet, we, I bet I, I, this is just my guess, but I bet we put in another puppet government there. Of course, yeah. I mean, it's been like that since 2003. Um, mm-hmm. Whoever goes mm-hmm. into power and uh, um, tries to do something good either gets taken down by people who are higher than him or gets taken down by the hungry people around him who are just there for the sake of corruption because they're extremely hungry and they really don't care about the well-being of the people or the well or you know developing their own country and so on so i mean it's purposefully if you think about it if the i like the system in the united states in a sense that people in a sense so that's good um because you have different organizations policing other different organizations and trying try to hold them hold them accountable, but uh, we don't have that in Iraq. There we have a figure of power, 
which is usually the prime minister, the president, and so on, and they get to do what they want. So you can imagine. I don't know if you're pro Trump or or against. No, Trump. I'm not. I'm not pro Trump. Uh, in, yeah, but anyways, irrespective, what what Trump did is that he utilized his power in a way that wasn't done before. So you can imagine yeah. that multiplied by 100, you get the Iraqi government. They get to do right. what they want to do when they want to do it, irrespective of whether the Iraqi people want it or not. And then right. eventually where they get their orders from, they get their orders from, you know, depends. You know, they, for the most part, they get it from the United States. And then they kind of negotiate it with Iran, and there is, you know, Turkey, and then there is neighboring country, and then there is Saudi Arabia. By, by the way, Saudi Arabia is another puppet of uh, of the United States. Saudi oh, yeah. Arabia oh, yeah. sent a lot of oil barrels to the United States at dirt cheap, and then a lot of investments of Saudi Arabia's money is in San Francisco. A lot of these companies that are surviving right now in, in San Francisco. They they have shit ton of investments from Saudi Arabia. All these you know startups and shit like that is hmm. Amazon. Wow. The last, no, you know, no the shit. I didn't. I didn't know that. I didn't know that angle. That's fascinating. So Saudi Arabia is investing in in startups. Well, Saudi Arabia, there is there is a huge company called Aramco. Saudi Arabia is surviving on oil. Two things. They they that's the the business model. What do they yeah. do? How how do they live? They live off two things: oil and and Hajj, which is basically tourism for Islam Muslims. They right. have to go to the Saudi Arabia to to visit those holy places right. and so on. So yeah. these are the two mainstream. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say I know about Aramco. Yeah. Yeah. So Aramco, they went public and then they sold shit ton of shares and now. Uh, MBS Mohammed bin Salman is investing in all these startup companies, and and I mean, <clears throat> I mean, yeah, I mean they have a shit ton of money. They don't know what to do with, it, right? So they don't care if they lose ten, twenty percent, thirty percent. That's like the GDP, GDP of, of sure. in France. Sure, they get because exactly they're swimming in this cash, and they've got to do something with it. Exactly. Yeah. So they throw it, and then they have good relationship with the United States, with the government. They have good relationship with, now that brings us back to the topic of Israel, they have good relationship with Israel. Um, same as Dubai, same as most of the Middle East. Um, so yeah, they invest in each other and all these people. Of course, I'm, again, I'm talking right now strictly about the government. So I'm talking about the government of Saudi Arabia, sure. I'm talking course. about the government of the United States. Of course. Of course. Of course, we're talking yeah, about so, politics, not the people, because I believe the people we're all we're all so much more alike. There's not many differences, really. So, but yeah, exactly. I want to hear this breakdown. So, how is it that the Middle East is it just financial that 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 Israel is in bed with Saudi Arabia because Saudi Arabia has so much cash from oil that they just need to process. They need to put it places. Um, can, can you rephrase your question again? Yeah. So why is Israel in debt with Saudi Arabia? In debt? Are they, 
Is it just money? Like, why are they? Why are they partners? Why? Why? Are, why? Are, why do they do business together? Is it just financial? No, it's um, so. First of all, they do business. To be honest with you, I don't know a lot about that, but um, um, from what I've read, is that um, if if we both hate one person, so we kind of work together to get rid of that person. Gotcha. So, for example, gotcha. so, yeah. So Saudi Arabia, gotcha. its its interest is to keep the area unstable because uh -huh. that will more powerful and it's the same interest for Israel. So they kind of and collaborate from that sense. And they and also, the I mean, interest, if you ever, same interest yeah, for the, the same United interest. States as well. So boom. The same so, now, so now we have, so, that, so now since, yeah. since you have like all these um, uh, military bases is in Saudi Arabia or close to it because they 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 can protect it. Otherwise, I mean, the United States and Saudi Arabia are really their allies. Um, they yeah. because Saudi Arabia is the only place where the United States can trust putting their own um, military bases there. Although there are military bases in Iraq, but Iraq is an unstable country. Since you know they can't really fully trust to just throw in a military base and have like army there. I think we have a couple yeah. of people. Yeah, let me get right. these calls here. What up, and another thing. What's up, my brother? Hey, what's what's up over there? What? Is that Vigil Q? What's up to you too, my friend? Hey, man, true, true something. Um, we, you, you didn't finish your message. I have no idea why we support Israel because I'm just a regular citizen and uh, it's clear that they have a whole nefarious agenda. And uh, I think, you know, that's why Trump is uh, buddies with them and stuff. He's a part of the Jesuit order and stuff. That's why I've never been like believing he's here to drain the swamp or anything like that. But yo, do me a favor, actually, knowing that you while I'm here, uh, drop a follow on me, brother. I'll drop a follow on you too, of course. Yeah, True job, sure, God. Yeah. He, he's good people yeah he's he's a he's a knowledgeable guy i was um i was leaving messages on his show the other day and he was dropping all kinds of truth bombs so yeah he's good peeps for sure everybody follow true dab god and uh, gotcha you gotta you gotta be a powerhouse to be doing dab to be a dab god those things put yeah. me on my butt uh, wow so yeah, I mean, and then from the other side, uh, you have the. Have you ever heard the story of Yemen? Well, tell me, tell me from your perspective, because all I know is that we give weapons to Saudi Arabia so that they can commit genocide in Yemen, so that we yeah. can say that we're we're not really doing it directly. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's. Um, because Yemen, they, they have an they had an uprising against their own uh, government, and then Saudi Arabia was just bombing the people like hell, so that they don't overturn the government. Because you know they are friends with the governments. Of course, you know governments are friends with governments. So you have an uprising yeah. somewhere, and then that government can't really shut it down. So you have Saudi Arabia trying to shut it down by force. Of course, 
So now, now was it now was this uprising? Was this a legitimate civil war in Yemen, or was this a coup supported by the West? So it's not a coup supported by the West. It's all like the hardworking people, you know, the people who are living there. It's just it happened in Iraq as well. It's uh, back in twenty nineteen uh, in October there was a there was an uprising in Iraq and they got shut down. Um, okay, so but, a, so a, le a legitimate uprising of the people. Yeah, legitimate uprising of the people, and then they got shut. But these people, they got shut down by not the Yemeni government, by the Saudi government, actually. So, and then they've been bombing them ever since. So well, just to with the, so we the Saudi government and the U.S. government, because we gave the Saudis hundreds of millions of dollars worth of weapons yeah, for them to yeah. use in Yemen. Of course, yeah, and you wonder this, why. Let me play this message real quick. Thanks, and another yeah. thing. And another thing, I want to do a broadcast with you sometime in the next week or two, so if you can, hit me up on IG or something. <clears throat> Let's try to work out a time that's going to work with your schedule, and I'll make sure that my match is... True dab God, I would love that. Um, my schedule is pretty flexible over the next week, so let's do that for sure. Love it when people are just talking truth, you know. So, yeah. So yeah, man. Just why don't you give me your perspective? Like I'm just, I'm so curious, man. I am so stoked to be talking to a to a real live person that's that that has knowledge of of that area. Because I think it's just such an atrocity, like in my heart, I think all people are the same and that it's governments that divide us. And, and why? Because our government wanted your fucking oil, right? Our people, like I didn't benefit from our government taking your oil. The fucking gas didn't even get cheaper here. That's how much of suckers we are. They don't even have to give us cheaper gas. They send our soldiers over to take over a country so that corporations can make more profit and they don't even have to give us cheaper gas man and we fall for it it's crazy i mean so here's the thing um even let's rewind that back so this you're talking about 2003 when us went to iraq and then they took over but let's talk yes. about a couple of years earlier so 9-11 yeah, thank you. What that's what started it all, right? That's that's the precursor, in my opinion. And now that y we're in yes, COVID, sir. this is eleven two point oh. So this is the yeah. new. This is exactly. the new agenda, the new propaganda, and what have you. Anyways, right. it's very clear. But you know what? If uh, honestly, good for the American government, they are able to produce some kind of a, a, a force, a power to over to to get the people support in whatever they're doing so at some point in time in the 90s they said okay let's sit down how do we get the people support to go to whatever country so that we can increase our american resources so then they said well we have to go to some country how do how do we do that we can't just go and invade some country we have to come up with a story well even if we come up with a story that the iraq has mass destruction weapons and so on and so forth the american people would be like well 
what the hell do we have to do with that? They're all the way over there and they're in, in a different continent. There's no way that the Iraqis are going to come to America. Yeah. So then they came with this 9-11 uh, propaganda, the conspiracy. I, you, I mean, people yep. call it conspiracy, I call it truth. Because if you go, you actually do the research. Uh, <laughs> it's so funny. Uh, nothing in 9-11 is... is Factual. The, the, no. it, it defied it defied laws of physics. All of the laws of physics. I'm an engineer. Everything, by my brother. I've done so much research, and the most. So, check this out. So we threatened the government. We threatened the Taliban that if they didn't join with the Northern Alliance a year before 9/11, we threatened them. If you don't join with the Northern Alliance, we're going to invade you. And, and because you because you know why <clears throat> it's all because of an oil pipeline the tipi pipeline turkmenistan india tipi pakistan and somewhere else but it's this pipeline and um so we had to you know we had to invade it's 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 all a fucking scam for money. The guy that we put in charge of, of Afghanistan, Ahmed Karzai, that's the guy. He's the ex-head of Unical Oil. He's the guy that came up with the plan for the pipeline. Mm -hmm. So we put him in as president to oversee the 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 plan. And sure. then our military I mean, yeah. our military supports it. All these oil companies benefit. Sure. I mean, oil, oil, oil companies benefit, but eventually the government will benefit as well. So uh, if the government didn't benefit, they wouldn't do that. They wouldn't. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's the lobbyists and whatnot. But what uh, what even concerns me further is that, you know, 9-11 that killed multiple people, the government mm -hmm. was able to go all the way to kill up as you know even if it's a small portion to to have that accidental people die in 9-11 for the sake of going to another country or declaring war on terrorism and uh, coming up with you know all these plans so that they can go there and do all these things for the sole yep. purpose of benefiting their you know the government Absolutely. And that's how I see it. Let me put let me play this message. I appreciate that perspective on Yemen, no matter really, man. Yeah, like I, I knew very little about it other than basically what another thing was talking about, which is what we do all over the fucking place and have been doing it forever, where we just militarize a segment of a population in another country and let them do our dirty work so we keep our hands clean. It's it's really fucked up, man. And I appreciate that you're over here, like, spilling out some of the facts so that I can have a, a broader view of it. Thank you, True Dab God. Chiming in, keeping yeah. the conversation going. I love it. Um, yeah, so, yeah. you know, that it, you know, I've been told, you know, people have criticized me, like, well, if you hate our country so much, meaning the United States, why don't you move somewhere else? And it's not that I hate this country, it's that I'm being sold or told one thing, 
but then I watch what our foreign policy is, and I watch what our military does, and that's 180 degrees opposite of what we're being told that we stand for, right? So, you know, we got drones out assassinating people, but meanwhile, we're saying we're the defenders of the free world. You know, it doesn't yeah. add up. So bringing up the drones, I have a friend of mine who's uh, doing her, she's finishing up her PhD and she specializes in political science and her, she's, she's majoring in exactly the, the, the drone technology used to assassinate, um, uh, figures of power and, 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 uh, in Palestine. Really? Wow. Yeah. And then, oh my God. Uh, She's she's Canadian. She's native. She's uh, original Canadian. She's from Calgary, um, and she's telling me even more stories that I haven't even heard. I'm from the Middle East, but there is a lot of things that I don't know that you have to dig deep to know. Oh, but, of course, of course. Yeah. So in terms of these people, that those people that tell you, oh, why you hate our country and so on, you, you have to really adapt them. You know, you you just as far as what? Why do you hate the United States? You mean? Yeah, I mean, like, hey, I'm not really hating on the country. I'm just against the policies and so on. And uh, oh, I mean, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. Let let me rephrase that. I never, I never meant for it to sound like that, because I just want, like, I was just wondering, like, do, are you guys laugh? Like, is the rest of the world laughing at us? Like, what's the general opinion, right? Because I, I get what you're saying. Like, the, the only reason that we have a problem with anybody is because the CIA is out there poking people with a stick. We're sure. fucking with the whole world. We have a thousand military bases around the world. The CIA is overthrowing governments. Recently, Bolivia, Honduras, and Venezuela. Um, you know, I, I we overthrew think, fucking I think, Iran. I think... I th yeah, I, yeah, Iran is, Iran, sorry, I'm just, I'm just connecting to my Bluetooth. Can you hear me? No problem. Can you hear me? Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I just connected to my Bluetooth. Um, I was saying, uh, yeah, so there is a, you'd be interested in a very interesting documentary on YouTube. Uh, it's free, by the way. It's called mm -hmm. uh, Zeitgeist. Zeitgeist. Oh no, I love Zeitgeist. it. Oh, it's one it's one of my favorite documentaries of all time. Zeitgeist it, itself and then Zeitgeist the addendum. The addendum is a I mean, that... That's a fantastic one because that just talks about the financial system. Yeah, I don't And then there's one that talks about like the truth about religion. I mean, like oh yeah. Religion and big fine. Big fan of Zeitgeist, yeah. Well, looks like you're reconnecting here. No problem. We're having an awesome conversation, people. Looks like we got a couple listeners here. Who do we got in the house? We've got Vigil Q all up in here. Up in here, up in here. Vigil Q. And we got uh, Tom91 and Quadruple3, Nikki, what up? And Rise. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. I was just saying hello to our listeners. Okay, perfect. Yeah. So, um, 
to your point about uh, sorry, what were you we talking about? Um, basically, um, U.S. foreign so. policy, really. Oh, so so in terms of in terms of the people's opinion um, about governments, right? So okay, listen. Yeah. Media is always wins. Why? Because they control people's minds. That's as, it. It's as simple as that. Uh, I was it. in their shoes. Everybody's everybody starts with the mainstream ideas because you can't right. start elsewhere because herd mentality because of peer pressure mm-hmm. and so on. And then you have to really understand yourself and then really go above and beyond to be able to think for yourself. It's not easy. I understand that. Mm-hmm. So in terms, yeah. of, in terms of populations, no, if you go to Iraq right now, they're going to say, no, fuck Iraq, US, everything is great, fuck Iraq, and so on. Same thing. You go, I mean, dude, I've traveled to Europe and you go to Europe, they say people from North America are gods. Like, hey, I'm from Canada. Oh, my God, you're from Canada. I'm like, yeah, I'm from Canada. That's nothing special, you know? We pay shit still? down of taxes. They still yeah. say that shit? Wow. Yeah. So, even, I mean... Even after, even after we've been bombing the world for fucking 20, 30 years? Wow. Yeah. I'm, That's crazy. Uh, yeah. So, the reality is, if you go right now to Iraq, everybody, everybody will want to go to the United States. We'll want to go to Canada. Why? Because... They are fed all these, you know, movies and, and Facebook and posts and music and videos and so on. So, so all oh, these yeah. things get into their head and they're like, well, shit, you know, uh, my street is all bumpy. My car is old. I want to live that high life. I want to live the American dream. But the reality right. is, I mean, I'm not too sure how far you've made it in terms of the American dream. <laughs> Not very far, but, dude. Not very far. I don't own a house. Yeah, yeah so I'm, basically, I'm, you know, you come here, you're struck with the reality that, you you know, it's, it's all a big game. You just work your ass off, get taxed 50% and so on. And they're living, actually, in fact, in Iraq, they live a better life than what we do here in North America. That's the truth. Well, you know they what? Don't exactly. have to work as hard. To, to to make the same amount of living uh, um, level there. So you know, you know what's happening? I'm sorry, go ahead, finish your thought. No, yeah, I was just saying that, you know, instead of here, you make, for example, $5,000 to live an okay life. Uh, there you make $300, but it doesn't matter. The okay life is an okay life compared to your peers. Right, right. Absolutely. I totally agree. And you do, do you know what's happened here my over my entire life, right? <clears throat> so my mother was able to go to school for free. College used to be free, but then they stopped that. Um, you know, and they've slowly done away with more and more benefits so that we're the working poor. So and you know what it is? It's a result of the protests here in the 1960s, right? The protests here in the 1960s freaked out our government so much that they figured, oh my God, we got to do whatever we can to take away these people's freedom so that they don't have the time to protest as much. Of course. Right? <laughs> yeah, so uh, you know happened? what? I uh, when, when I first came to Canada, 
about 13, 14 years ago, and I was, I started getting into the system of, you know, studying and working and studying and working. At some point, I stopped and I was talking to my friends. I'm like, I swear to God, the, the people here are just so programmed that in, a, in such a way that they are so busy in their day-to-day problems that they can't think about anything else. Because yes. you have so much yes. just to get by. If you can't... By, um, exactly. And it's by design, my brother. It's by design. Why? Because in the, in the 1960s, we had some leaders that came up where we actually almost changed things to benefit the people over the corporation, right? But the power structure freaked out and, and they'll never let that ever, ever, ever happen again, right? So you don't, now we don't allow reporters on the battlefield of war because we can't let people see what's really going on because people don't like war. <laughs> you know, we got we we brainwash and lie to people that we're bringing Iraq democracy because we can't tell people, <laughs> oh, we're going to we're going to go kill half a million people because we want to steal their fucking oil. You know, uh, what's funny is um, during, I think, the 6th of January, when there is a lot of people going and storming through the capital, right? Yeah. So you see all these chaos. How did you feel? So, Iraqis, Iraqis made a small little meme. So they showed the, the capital and they photoshopped a couple of uh, helicopters and tanks and whatnot. And they said, Iraqis, uh, the Iraqi military is marching toward the United States to stabilize the country and re- reestablish order. <laughs> oh my God, that is so hilarious. Oh, that is brilliant. <laughs> Right, because we say that's what we're doing, but in reality, yeah, what do we, we say that's what we're doing. But then we come to your, but then we come to your country, we bomb you back to the Stone Age. We use depleted uranium ammunition, so there's horrible childbirth deformations going on in in Iraq right now. Hundred percent, yeah, hundred percent. It is, it is so sad. And anybody that listens to this, you need to you need to look this up on YouTube. Deformed births in Iraq, in Iraq from, de- from depleted uranium ammunition. It is horrible. We created a horrible war crime here, like we ju- like we did in Vietnam by using Agent Orange. It's the same thing. It's it's except it's worse because it's going to stay there for a thousand years because it's. Nuclear. But it's not only that; it's going to go through the next generation, the other generation, the other generation. It's just going to get passed on. Oh yeah, and it's going to destroy the farmland. Anybody that eats anything from that grows in that that land is going to get sick for the next ten thousand years. It's. But we said you we have... were bringing democracy. We said we were bringing. Uh, it makes me so sick, my friend. It makes me Let so me sick. Out. Let me find let me find a video for you. Uh, by we need, a lady. We need a revolution in this country, in the United States, more than anything, because ninety percent of the people are not for any of these wars. You know, some people have been brainwashed to believe that that we're defending ourselves, but anybody that has any intelligence at all knows mm-hmm. exactly what's going on. We're taking no, your I think, oil. I think... 
we're we're mm. going to take Syria's oil, then we're going to take Libya's oil, and then who knows who's next, right? Of course. I mean, no, it's very evident. Next is Iran, that's for sure. Yeah, well, exactly. We've been trying for fucking since the 80s. Right? The Iran-Iraq war, we, we supported Iraq, and I just did a podcast on this, man. Um, we gave, and this and this is so fucked up because this spins right back to 9-11 and the weapons of mass destruction. So we gave Iraq chemical and biological weapons to use against Iran. So we knew that Iraq had some chemical and biological weapons. Why? Because we fucking gave them to them. We made them and we gave them to them. So we're the ultimate war criminal, right? The United States. But nobody talks about that. <clears throat> and then even still, I Iran is still experiencing problems. The same thing, deformed births and stuff like that from the use of these chemical weapons in the 80s. Yeah, I'm just trying to find a video for you. Just give me a second here. So um, so it, it's like it's like the United States is going around fucking everything up for a dollar. But then what are we going to end up with? We're going to end up with a toxic earth with air that we can't breathe, with water that we can't drink. And then there's going to be think, like... I don't think, I don't think, that's what I said. I, I don't think there is a thought process around long-term planning. It's all uh, There's no long-term. ROI. It's greed, yeah. Because these 500 people are just getting richer and richer and richer, and they're killing the entire planet. So when are, when are we all going to rise up? And I guess it has to happen here because it's our military doing it, right? So... Fuck, what is it going to take to have a revolution in the United States? Because cause our, uh, government, I don't think, dude, uh, mm, our yeah. government does not do what the people wants at all. No. <laughs> oh, my God. You brought a good point. I can, I can share so many videos about what you're talking about right now. But let me, let me get one by one. There is a lady who was involved in, uh, in you know, the... Uh, Iraq, two thousand three. Yeah. Um, she, oh, you're digging up, she, you're digging up facts. I like it. She's, uh, she's, she's American, um, but her <coughs> grandfather, I think, he's Iraqi. Okay. And she went there, and when she came back, she had lot of things to talk to the Congress and she was in the Congress talking with all these guys and it's on YouTube but she doesn't get publicized why she doesn't get publicized because her ideas goes against go uh, goes against the government for sure that's one and yeah. two her ideas doesn't make the government any money right uh, so she ends up getting uh, shut down. Yeah, Here I mean, the government is supposed I, to work for the people, but it doesn't. It works for the corporations. So we need a revolution. Oh, here, no I way. got it. Okay, I got it. So if you look up uh, Dahlia Waspi. you got to spell that for a, me. D-A-H-L-I-A. D-A-H-L-I-A. L-I-A. 
WASFI, W-A-S-F-I, and then okay. a, a semicolon, like what do you call these two dots, one above the other? A col uh, yeah, co colon. Colon. Ain't nothing green about the green zone. So the green zone is, is an area in Iraq in which the U.S. established itself. It's, it's, oh, um, it's, uh, she's talking, in, in, this is uh, her talk in uh, 2008 about, um, well, about what the U.S. military, she's talking specifically about the agricultural life in Iraq and how diverse it was prior to the um, American invasion. And she talks in details about how the United States did that to transform Iraq just as another land to produce uh, seeds and and profit off of the not sorry not seeds to produce um, uh, um like fruits and vegetables and so on and then yeah. profit off of that on top of the agriculture yeah, on top of the oil so and she goes into details how the agricultural landmark was very diverse and then the U.S. government well not the U.S. government the army I mean went and they took over all the seed supply and then they started supplying only specific type of seeds to the uh, farmers so that they can only grow these types of um, uh, agricultural life that's what they're doing here that's what they're doing yeah here. I mean they're letting they're letting companies like Monsanto those executives I think she, yeah I think she talks about Monsanto get, <laughs> oh yeah those yeah. The executives, it's its called a revolving door, right? So yeah. executives from Monsanto get a position in the government, then they make laws, then they go back to Monsanto, and they take yeah. advantage of those laws. Sure, sure. Um, and then she talks about, and she goes in detail. And so this is just one aspect. And then uh, the other aspect is when, when the U.S. military gets, got assimilated, and then was sent to Iraq. A lot of people were really not fit for for being in the military, and that's why you have all these war crimes that happened in Iraq, like putting people naked in the on the streets and then taking pictures and all these things. I'm pretty sure you heard about it. That was horrible. Um, well, so over here, if you turned on the news. After 9-11, any, any Muslim person was like a savage, right? So they painted this picture, the media painted this picture that, you know, any Muslim is like less than human. So that all of a sudden you're trying to get the American public to go along with treating them like less than human, right? And that's what I mean, happened, this is the, right? I mean, you can understand, I can understand that because it's part of the agenda. Yeah, absolutely. To destabilize the entire region, to take all of the oil. And that was a plan from before 9-11. And I, I think, I think the United States committed 9-11 with the help of Israel and Saudi Arabia. I mean, if, if you don't think that, then it will be a joke, because with all the CIA, with all the intelligence, and with all the technology the United States has, it is impossible to think otherwise. Right. 
and there's like, this group. Like the United States, the United States knows is exactly how many pieces of hair I have in my butt right now. If you're telling me exactly. that there's an airplane that comes and travels and it's hijacked and so on, and not only that, like there is, uh, uh, I'm pretty sure it's uh, you researched 9/11 in documentaries. It's available on YouTube. I, I yeah. I'm actually yeah. surprised why they didn't take it down. <laughs> I'm surprised. I know. Well. Well, you know what? They keep taking them down, but people keep putting them up. So I have a YouTube channel and another thing with Dave on YouTube. And and under playlists, I have probably 300 documentaries that are really important like that. 9-11, about how we invaded and took over Iran, about how we fucked over just the history of everything, this history of the CIA and how dirty it is, right? And nobody in the United States knows this shit because we've been so brainwashed and our school system is so horrible. So people don't know our history and it's by design, right? If you don't know the history, then you're bound to repeat it, right? Of course, yeah. So, yeah. So, by so, we're, I can't so we're kept really ignorant over here. That's why we don't have free education. We don't have free college, you know, and I know, you know, I know because doing research, I learned that before we invaded Iraq, Iraq used to be like the most liberal country in the Middle East. Women had more rights than anywhere else. You know, it was a thriving, pretty equal society. Not, uh, not, yeah, I mean, once Saddam came, he kind of messed things up. But um, the way I think about well, it now is... Well, Saddam not, is our, that's what, once again, the CIA put Saddam in power, right? Yeah, but... Uh, I don't think they were able to control him, and I think no, no, they weren't. He was he was really trying to uh, make Iraq a better country. Mm-hmm. But I think so for too. Him to, for him to do that, he must shut down everybody else. So he did, and then we didn't like it. We Iraqis didn't like it, but now we're paying the price because that's the only way if you want to maintain your security, like think, like like the United States right now puts her nose into every other country's uh, internal affairs. Yeah. So think about, think about Russia putting her nose in the United States affairs, internal affairs. Mm-hmm. Think yeah. It's going to happen, right? It's going to get messed up. Of course. So, so Saddam was doing that, but he was doing it very aggressively. And that's what, that's why Iraqis were so eager for anybody to come and liberate them. It wasn't necessarily about yeah. the United States. If it was right. Russia, we would we would have been also okay with it. Okay. But then once that happened, and then the years after that, and the consequences. Now looking back at it, I wouldn't want that to happen. No, I'd be happy with Saddam. Yeah. Like yeah, I don't yeah. have to curse them. Right. <laughs> and that's right, it. Right, because then that leads us to the green zone. So here we are, the green zone. We created the, the, the U.S., the largest U.S. military base in the world in Iraq, and it'll never go away, right? The green zone, 
like we pulled out the troops, quote unquote, but we still have this massive military base that's like a city with a ton of fucking military people in it, right? And so as long as we call those peacekeeping forces, then we don't have okay. to say that we have any troops in Iraq, sure. right? Sure. But but the truth of the matter is, I don't know, I think we probably still have at least 50,000 fucking troops there. Yeah, I don't know the, the numbers on top of my head, to be honest with you. Nobody does, yeah, because they won't tell us. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because they tried to tell us, they're trying to convince us that we pulled our troops out. But I'm calling bullshit on that. Oh, we got another message. Chill, chill, it's your boy, Charles, Charles. Jesus, Charles, what are you, like nine years old? Go to bed, kid. <laughs> wow, what the fuck? Yeah, and that's, that's, I think that's uh, currently the state uh, that we're in. Um, I think Iraq is stuck deep in the, in the weeds, in the weeds, if you will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, all this deficit and so on, like, it's very hard for it to, to stand on its legs anymore. Like, I don't see Iraq coming back to life anytime soon. And that breaks my heart because it was, I mean, for fuck's sake, it's the cradle of humanity. It's, it's the origin of civilization. Oh my God. Sure. We, oh my God. It kills me. Breaks my heart. You know, I mean, that yeah. we did that but for what? And we did that for what? So like three or four companies could make a fuck ton of profit. And pollute our and pollute our planet more, like you know, with climate change and everything, we need to move beyond fossil fuels anyway. So, like, man, oh, that's unrealistic to move beyond fossil fuels in, in the short term. That well, in the short term, yeah, but we need to start. We it's not like we're going to flip a switch and stop using them, but we need to move towards. Right. So. Sure. Investing, investing in alternatives, researching alternatives. Yeah. Sure. Sure. And stopping these wars of of imperialism. Ultimately, I mean, what the fuck? I think it's, like, it's United... hard to stop these things because um, uh, the the struggle to power is always going going to be there. It's not going to stop. And the winning country is going to be, that's the reality, the winning country is going to be the country who established power all over the place. And that's currently the United States. But the United States, in my opinion, has been losing its power for now 10, 15 years. And China is becoming more powerful. Now you hear all like China, China, China. And uh, you have Russia on the other hand, on the other side. And just recently, about two months ago, there was a trade that was made, the trade deal that was made in the absence of the United States and Canada. And basically, the world is moving on without us. So we're going to be left over. Left well, behind and us. And it's about time, too, because, you know, we've been oppressing the rest of the world, like, 
trying to keep the rest of the world down while we move forward in, as opposed to bringing everybody forward, you know? And China and Russia have the right idea. They're going to work together. Um, no, I think, yeah, China had to deal with China and India, and I think uh, Singapore and, um, and Australia. So they made a, tra a trade deal between them in the absence of the United States because, and Canada, of course, because Canada is an extension of the United States. Um, yeah. So, yeah. And because Trump is against, is against China. So, but I think, I mean, it's all the government. It's all what the government is doing. So if, if the American people choose at some point the right government, that would fix things up. But the other problem Perhaps. is that government is only Absolutely. going to be there for four years, tops eight yeah. years. Yeah, so I agree with you. But, but part of part of you know, there's a whole system put in place to keep people ignorant here, um, to make it hard to vote. You know, like it, it's an the amount yeah, so, of so effort. So what's the way? How to? How to solve that problem? I think just like we're doing right now, educate, te teach people how to how to do it. You know, you gotta you gotta register to vote. You gotta take place. You gotta take part in your local elections, your city council, your student body. You, you know, your 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 um. You know, and, and that and the grassroots level will have a great effect. There is another nice um, video that I want and to everybody see. should and everybody should just watch as many documentaries as they can to learn the history of the United States, because we've been taught as as citizens of the United States, we've been taught a lie that we've been out there protecting world democracy, when in reality, the CIA has been out there overthrowing countries, overthrowing democracies. There there's a there's a nice video on YouTube, you should look that up. Yeah. It's uh, by a, a channel called Represent US, one word, and the video called Corruption is Legal in America. You, you should probably watch it, and it tells you how policies is made and how the American people have too little to influence policies, and it's only those giant uh, companies and corporations that have the say in what gets right. passed and what doesn't get passed. That's exactly so, it. Yeah, it's um, it's tricky. Yeah. What what to do? <laughs> what then, to do? You're yeah. you're in the in the receiving end only. You you, you yeah. like they give people the false sense of uh, freedom. Like here, freedom is you can talk, but that's it. You can only talk. You can't do anything else. That's it. And you know what? Like it, I can talk. But how many of my followers on Facebook hear it? Oh, I'm censored, right? I have 1,100 sure. friends on I have 1,100 friends on Facebook, but if I post something about Israel, five or six people see it. Sure. It's yeah, I mean this um, is weird. This the censorship is weird. Sometimes I post the randomest things, and it gets viewed by a lot of friends of mine, and then. When I put something else, it just zero views, and I'm wondering how the fuck that's happening. 
Right. Yeah, I've got a I got a few documentaries I'd like to recommend. Um, sure. There's one called The Secret of the Seven Sisters, and it's about the oil companies and how they all conspired to break the law to take over the world, basically. Um, the and then another the one. Sisters. That's on YouTube, right? Yeah. yeah, I found it. Yep. Yeah, these are all on YouTube, yeah. And that one's like, it's four parts, I think. And then there's okay. another one, A Hundred Years in the Middle East is a great one as well. And that talks about how the oil companies basically divided up the Middle East. Um, a hundred years in the Middle East. Fight for yep. oil. hundred years in the Middle East, okay. Got it. Yep, that one, exactly. And then um, another one called The Corporation. The Corporation, that's it? Documentary? Yep, documentary. And that one describes, you know, how a corporation's only goal is to make money. So they're never going to look out for people, for society, all these oh, of things. Course, yeah. it's, it, and then the it's last for one, profit organizations. Only, only for sure. profit. Yeah, and yeah, and, you, yeah. and you can't you can't just look at something through that lens. You have to look at it through, you know, a Social holistic. A holistic lens, right? So you have to see the whole picture, yeah, and you have to be socially responsible. Exactly. Sure. Then the last one the is, last Plu one. Yeah. is plutocracy, and it's spelled P-L-U-T-O-C-R-A-C-Y. Yeah, Divide and rule. Divide and rule. Part. Yeah, yeah. Part one. And that's a. That, yep. And that's a great one. And that talks about how corporations have gotten the government to use race to divide and conquer so that the rich can stay rich and the rest of us stay working slaves. Sure. Yeah. And, I and mean, people here people... would like to think. Hey, go ahead. No, you go ahead. No, I, I was just going to say people here you know, fantasize about, you know, there is equal opportunity and this and that, but the reality is mm -hmm. it's equal opportunity at at the bottom level of, of uh, you know, right. of the money-making exactly. engine. Right. Because it's very hard to, to go anywhere. They make right. it super you hard can, for you. You can equally fight for the scraps on the bottom. Exactly. Sure. But but all the good pieces are, are already eaten and taken up and, and it's like it's like a dinner table, you know, only a little scrap falls on the floor. But, you know, somehow we and you still have these allow multi million dollar you know, families, you know, the Rothschild family and this and that that are basically you know, they just they like there is a whole system. Like if you look at the financial system in in America, it's completely flawed. Oh, it's unbelievable. Yeah. Like the banks can yeah. the banks get a hundred dollars, they can lend out ninety five dollars out of that hundred dollars, <laughs> and then they lend it to another bank, and another bank gets this ninety five. Like I'm pretty sure you saw it. It's in that guy. Oh yeah. Yeah. And it's exactly. Crazy. So. Uh, 
Yeah, so you deposit a hundred dollars in the bank. Now the bank can loan out a thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like what? It's ten to one. Like so, yeah. it's a setup. So that just shows you what a house of cards it is. Hey, we got one more message here. Dude. All right. I don't even know how to pronounce your name. N O M E. You are hitting so many points. I love being an American, but at the same time, you are right. Those people that sit in those Senate seats and those Congress seats and that line, our judicial system, they're all puppets that are put in place by a higher hierarchy. The people that are at the top of our pyramid, the true power lies within the wealth, and what I mean by that, corporations, because the corporations line those people's pockets, which in turn have those people pass laws that's beneficial for the corporations more than it is for the people that put them in those seats. So I think that you are hitting on some facts, and I respect that so much, man, because I love being American, but once we realize that, the better off we'll be. Demand. Sure. Absolutely. Thank you. Truth. I mean, there is, there is a famous um, saying by uh, Nathan Rothschild, and he said it some, some, sometime in the 18, 1860, 1870, something like that, 1800s, 1860 or something like that. And he said something into the effect of, <clears throat> I, I care not what, what, when the crown lies in the head of something, but you know, the, the effect of the message is, who um how how does it go um he said something the effect has, of i i care not who co who controls the politics just let me control the money yeah exactly he who controls the money control he who controls the money supply controls the british empire and i control the money supply something to the effect yeah. of that yeah so that's that's have been forever true and it's even more true today because yeah. You, you have all these populations of people and they keep everybody just so busy running after the dollar so that they can barely survive so that when you are extremely busy, you don't get the chance to think about any Like think about the average American life, uh, average American person lifestyle. They work yeah. 95 jobs, they go home, they get some pizza, they watch some movies, some Netflix, get drunk, sleep, rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat. And then, yeah, and then, you know, when you get into that kind of mentality, it's so hard to get out of it. You just keep doing it forever and ever and ever until, you know, the supply of people change, you know. And right. uh, and honestly, good for them. Like, they are smart people. They they were able to, to capitalize on, on, on people's um short term uh interests like think about think about well, facebook think the, think about instagram all these things capitalize on people's need for uh acceptance yeah i think it i think it goes deeper than that i think it might be a design for social engineering a method to separate and isolate people 
you know, a way to keep us apart so that we don't organize. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. So one thing that the Canadian government did during this pandemic is that they ruled out, like, you can't go on protest right now, <laughs> which is your minimum civil right is to be able to protest. Now you can't do that. Now you go on the street, you gather with a bunch of people, you get arrested. Even that city, most basic. <clears throat> my local city did this. My local city passed the same ordinance. I just, I went on their COVID website today and it says no protesting. I'm like, wow. Okay. So no civil liberties. I'm like, wow. Like it didn't say protesting six feet apart, it says no protesting. Sure. Right. And then there, is a, there is a, I, I, I have a huge problem with, with, um, with the, the existence of COVID, how it came to existence. I, I'm not, I, it's not like I don't believe that the, the virus doesn't exist. No, the virus exists, but where did it come from? How did it come to existence? That I have a lot of question marks on that. And then the other thing Ooh. is the government response on 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 the pandemic itself. Like it's extreme. And what is being like we we'll probably find out in five to six to ten years from today. You know, we'll find out the truth, years. but we will not we will not find it today. It's not like it's it's similar to nine eleven. 9-11 happened, invasion to Iraq It'll happened, 20 years. then we found out the answer in 2013-2014. Yeah, sure, 10-20 years, sure. But we yeah. will not know the answer um, now. Well, but some people, exactly, you, you can't, we, we won't be able to prove anything yet, but, but you know what I mean. In, in, you, there's already people digging around that have an idea, and now here's something crazy. Have you heard of Operation Dark Winter? No, I've never heard of that. Okay, so it's a CIA operation um, testing the release of a biological agent. So oh, sure. This is a sure. This I mean, is a pro this this is a program the CIA has been working on for fucking ten years, right? And you remember the anthrax that was involved in nine eleven, right? The anthrax? No. Yeah. What is that? So they, there was anthrax that was mailed out on 9-11 to different politicians what, what, and shit. Sorry, what, what do you mean anthrax? I'm not too sure if I understand the word. It's like a biological weapon. Oh. It's a powder. So it's, a, it's a powder. Okay. Okay. So it's, it was mailed to politicians? Yeah. Within the U.S. Okay. Well, they, they found out that the anthrax was made at a U.S. military base. So again, you got cut off a little bit. So they found, they found out, out what? That, that, that anthrax was made at a U.S. military base. Right? Yeah, I mean... So that, pro <laughs> so that proves I mean, that it's an inside job, right? So... And I mean, I mean listen, I... I, I... <laughs> I don't really trust the American government. That's to start exactly. with, because they did, they did the 9/11, and what is worse, to do something to your own people so that you can gain your own power. So first of and all, then we, did, we have so to ask the my question. Theory, my theory, brother, 
is that we released this on our own people again. It's 9-11 number two, like you're saying. I think it was created in a mil U.S. military lab and released on the people on purpose so that they could forward the new world order. Sure. Yeah. I mean, have you ever watched the video or mini movie called The Plandemic? It kind of surfaced in the beginning of March 2020, and then it got taken out by all the websites. I'll look it up. Um, well, don't look it up on Google because Google have censored it. Search uh, using an, a different search engine. So, yeah, yeah. first of all, look up look up search engine and then find someone that is not well known, and then yeah, go duck, to that duck, search go. engine. Duck, duck, go is a good one. They, they don't trust yeah, yeah, duck, duck, go is is where I found it. Yeah. So you'll find the whole video and it talks. So, I mean, if you never watch that, I highly recommend it because they talk in details about how yeah. one of one of the research universities in the United States was involved with a, a research lab that is located in Wuhan next to the breakout, like right next yes. to where the breakout happened. Yes. And and then they, they I think they funded some something around. Uh, three, $3.4 million. Yeah, something around that. I don't exactly mm -hmm. remember the number. Yeah, so you and I are onto it. We, we, yeah, we know the same facts. That's awesome. Yeah. So that's one. And then number two, some guy on Instagram posted a video of, he, he was looking up COVID-19 um, response plan. <laughs> and then COVID-19 response plan was developed. It's it's public information. You can look it up on Google. It was developed. 2018. Um, yeah, 2018, something like that. So it's it's uh, it's funny. Oh, yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, the, how how the would you how, how right would there. you know? Yeah, how would you know that you're gonna have a virus in 2019? You're gonna have a pandemic, yeah. and you have to have a response plan for it. And call it COVID-19 in in 2018. And then, if you if you're rehearsing it in two years in advance, then why are you so slow to roll out any kind of plan? I think they wanted people to catch it. Well, right? I think we. I mean, we've been talking about. So we we saw World War One and World War Two, and we were anticipating World War Three. Yeah. But at yeah. some point in time, maybe in the nineties, we were talking about a biological weapon, and yeah. now we have COVID. Like, like, if you put two and two together, <laughs> COVID is a biological weapon. It just, I think it either went out of control and it wasn't planned this way. No, or it was planned. It was planned this way and we don't know about it. Maybe. Oh, no, it was, no, you're just not giving these evil bastards enough credit. It was planned to do exactly what it's doing, to take out millions of people worldwide. But who's it taken out? It's taken out the elderly who were going to cost the healthcare system. It's taken out the homeless who are a huge problem. It's taken burden out on prisoners. The yep, it's taken out the prisoners who were a burden on the government and the prisons were overcrowded, right? So it's it's like a it's it's like it was designed perfectly almost by some evil genius, right? 
Sure, sure. I mean, a group I mean, of I'm, people. I'm, <laughs> it takes planning. Right, 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 right. I'm not saying I condone and agree with that evil genius. I'm just saying, I'm, I'm hypothesizing that we've, come on, people, we've all seen movies like this, right? Sure. Yeah. And right now we're kind of living this, I mean, they, they start to do it like, okay, two weeks up. By the way, it's mostly affecting the United States. It's, uh, yeah. I, I, have, I have friends in Dubai and Turkey and they're living normal lives. Like there is no lockdown in Dubai whatsoever. In Iraq, there so, is no lo lockdown. Right. So that brings up another point. So there's more deaths here. We said it started in Wuhan. I, th I, I call bullshit. I think we developed it in Wuhan, but I think we released it here. Because here is the epicenter, Brooklyn, New York. Sure. Right? So if it started in Wuhan, why isn't that the epicenter? I have no answer to that. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't make any sense, right? And I think there is another thing that has been talked about, you know, in the past couple of years, which is the, what is it? The, uh, a minimum payment that everybody was going to get, whether they work or not. It's not social right. welfare, uh, it's something else. Universal basic income. Yeah, un universal basic income. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. So, what's that about? Well, and I they mean, have to do this because, check this out, automation is coming around. So, this is something nobody's talking about. 50% of all non-skilled jobs are driving jobs, right? Okay. And basically, we already have self-driving cars. So they're kind of sure. just stalling it to like, what the fuck are we going to do with all these people that are out of work? Right? I mean, they got even, even, here's, here's the point. If you pay everybody... $2,000, is everybody oh, yeah. better off, or are you really creating a new $2,000 inflation? Because if everybody will have $2,000 in their pocket, then there's no difference between people, whether, whether they work or not. I, yeah, see, that's my problem with the universal basic income, is you can't give somebody who's rich that money. Right, that makes no sense. Exactly, because then you create the system you just said. Um, so it has to be allocated to the people who need it, right? Sure. And and so I don't know why we have such a problem with welfare in the United States, because we give corporations welfare all the fucking time, right? We That's give in form of tax service. Thank you. <clears throat> tax incentives, tax breaks, tax reliefs. There's a number of ways of saying it, but we basically give them millions of dollars of incentives to do business in wherever. So, you know, it's such a double standard because we have socialism for corporations, but then rugged individualism for, for people. We got another message. Yeah. Why do we support Israel 
That's a pretty stupid question. Why do you think it's stupid? <clears throat> Toby McGuire, chime on in. Why do you why do you think that's a stupid question? So the reason I put this up here is because we're giving Israel three point four billion dollars in aid. Meanwhile, we've got a massive homeless epidemic in this country. You know, shouldn't we spend that money at home first? That's like asking, why do I feed my guard dog? <laughs> Yo, dude, uh, Saudi, Saudi Arabia is our guard dog as well. So, you know, I think Israel's doing just fine. We don't need to give them... <laughs> A ton of weapons they're doing just fine over there right and they are our guard dogs why because we have their back and if we didn't have their back they'd be wiped off the map they wouldn't exist. so yeah they wouldn't, they wouldn't exist. exist so we should we should um they should leverage <laughs> we should leverage our relationship more right they need us more than we need them so why don't we act like it they're not giving us any money we're giving them a fuck ton of money in a downed economy when we have a homeless epidemic. And I'm sorry, I'm not, I'm not down with that. Man, fuck the homeless. Money's not going to help them. Money would probably kill them, which would probably be better for everyone. Fuck homeless people. Fuck people on fucking benefits. Texas Hammer, we were just talking about most corporations are getting more benefits than people are. So, you know, and I don't know. So we didn't used to have homeless people. This is what most Americans don't get. Back in the 1940s, people that made over $200,000 a year, after they made 200000 they were taxed 90%. Corporations were were taxed 90%. We didn't have homelessness. We had we were building new roads and parks and infrastructure and railroads ever since then. And that's what led to, you know, what Donald Trump called Make America Great Again. That's what led to it, is taxing the fuck out of the rich and corporations. That led to the 50s and the 60s and created the middle class in America which the whole world looked at as a as a success. So the way we got there was by taxing the rich and the corporations. Corporations make money for the investor class and the elites and the people that matter. Okay, corporations make money for the investor class and the elites for the top 10%. Not even, not even with 10%, 1% well, out of the 1%. <clears throat> the, yeah, the, the top 1%, ideally. So, Miss, Mr. Texas Hammer, I hope you live in a gated community, and I hope you have an AR-15 with a scope on it, because the way you're talking, you better be living, you know, you better be protecting your castle, because people are going to come storm it eventually, dude, if, if that's the way you want our society to be. Because you're talking about living in a third world society. And, you know, what made America great? Better taxation is what made America great. 
Okay. I'm okay. So it is a man eat man world out there. And we do this because those that are higher than us put that within us, instills that within us to divide, to conquer, to think that someone's weakness means that they're unworthy of living within society because someone falls down on their luck. That means they can no longer be treated as an equal human being. They don't deserve food on their table. They don't deserve heat in their house. They don't deserve water running throughout their faucets. That means they're less than a human being because they fail upon hard times. Are we really, is that where we are as a people? That we saying fuck homeless people? If we cared about each other more, our society would be better. Because you're only as strong as your weakest link. Amen. And that's the truth. D-Man, thank you. Word. No, I couldn't have said it any better myself. Um, I'm, I'm going to give a couple quotes here. I'm going to give hey. it back to you. Give me one sec, no Metal Gear. i got to finish this thought process or I'm going to lose it. But uh, this is important. right? Unless we do something... We're living in an oligarchy right now with the largest separation of wealth in American history ever, 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 ever. The Gilded Age back in the 20s was a horrible separation of wealth. We have surpassed that now, right? And, and we acknowledged that that was a dark point in American history where what we called the, the banksters and the baron robbers we're oppressing all of the working class. Well, we're we're living in a worse state right now. We're in the middle of a pandemic, and we can't even get our politicians to give us fucking health care. Are you kidding? We're the only uni- uh, uh, industrialized nation in the world without universal health care. We're, we're the only industrialized nation in the world without free college education. And why do we not have free college education? Because they want to keep us stupid. They want to keep us divided. And they want to be able to conquer us. It's a simple plan. It's the oldest trick in the book. Divide and conquer. And no Metal Gear, I want to throw it back to you here. Didn't Iraq have free college education before we bombed the fuck out of it? I mean, it still does. There is free college education and free healthcare. <clears throat> still, even after we bombed the fuck out of here. Yeah, yeah. Wow. You can go to any. I mean, back back in the nineteen sixties and the nineteen fifties, we we forever had free college education and free um, healthcare for everybody, whether they are citizens or visitors. So people from neighboring countries would come to Iraq to get health care, then they would go back to their country. That's how it was. Wow. So you're just taking care of other people because you had such a a, a flourishing economy. Yeah, I mean, everything was for free. We had a lot of people coming from neighboring countries to study in our universities um, to to get health care, and then they would come study and then go for free. Zero so dollars. So this, this is what people don't understand. Well, you know what every American says? How are we going to pay for it? Well, this is something people can't comprehend. Bear, bear, bear in mind, there is, there is no tax in Iraq. 
That's the whoa, dollars whoa. that you make, you keep. You're kidding me. No, there is, there is no tax in Iraq. You, you don't pay tax. any tax to the government. I get taxed 25% of my income. Yeah, that's not there. Yeah. 25%. I mean, so, so, so by, by the way, taxation, even in America, it got introduced in the First World War. And right. then it was, when it was first introduced, it was introduced um, under the, the notion that it was going to be for one year. But then the government liked the money, and then they basically uh, passed a law that everybody will have to pay taxes from that point on. And then ever since, taxation has been increasing. Dude, you know more about American government than most Americans. We got two more messages. I'm going to hit them right now. Yeah. I mean, then go fucking live in Iraq. <laughs> America has 400 million people. So, like, what other industrial nation has 400 million people? Hey, Texas I mean, Hammer. Have you, have you, hey, Texas Hammer, have you heard of India? Have you heard of China? 80 um, million people. <laughs> they got a fuck ton of people and their their economy has surpassed us. They showed us how you can take people out of poverty and raise them into a middle class as people in our society are falling from middle class into poverty. So like while you're waving your American flag about dirt, 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 like what are we doing well in America right now? Mr. Hammer, let me know. Like, I'm not, I'm not hating on America. I'm just saying, it, you seem to be waving the flag. So you just tell me, what are we the best at? I'm not a genius on world affairs, but I'm pretty sure Iraq is a shithole. Oh, I think, I think uh, uh, you're mistaken. I can, I can talk uh, about that aspect. So Iraq, well, let me right talk, now. Let, hey, hey, let, let me, me talk let, on let it. Me just because, because you know why? He's racist, so he's going to hear it better no, from no, me. I, I, no, no, that, that's, that, no, he's not, I, I don't take it from right, him and whatnot. That doesn't bother me. But, okay, um, you go. You go. You go, man. You tell this guy. Yeah, I mean, so Iraq was doing really good um, in terms of education, healthcare, all the way to 2003. There was absolutely nothing wrong with Iraq. Everybody was living just fine. Uh, we make less dollars, but at the same time, we it, it takes us too little dollars to live off of. So you make, for example, $5 a day, you can live off using $3. We don't make 2000 and then live off 1500 So it's the same, same equation. And then after that, <clears throat> after 2003, which is when the United States came to Iraq, it was a whole corrupt system. And uh, billions and billions of dollars in which it is spent. So here's the thing. United States lend Iraq money to rebuild, right? So let's say, for example, they lend Iraq $100 million. <clears throat> $50 million or $60 million goes into corruption, and then $40 million still goes into corruption. In but $60 million, 60% 60 of it goes to the official people, official American people in Iraq. Yeah. So they get a right. cut out of any dollar that goes into Iraq. That's to start. Right. That's so, part of the rebuild. And then, and this is um, let me let me break that down a little bit more because some people don't understand how this works, right? So 
We'll give Iraq a hundred million dollars to rebuild or a hundred billion dollars to rebuild. But that contract will have to be with an American company like Halliburton. Sure. So, ba sure. so basically what the American government do it, is doing is giving a no bid contract. It's, it's backroom dealing. It's corruption at its worst. It's repaying and, itself. And, yeah, it's repaying itself. And using war to do it. So it's fucking blood money. So this is disgusting. Not, not only that, but and then on the other side, they get the benefit of getting extremely cheap oil because of the contracts that Iraq has with the United States right now. They get it for maybe even less than half the price of the advertised oil of Iraq. So... Did you, they are do you know? Dipping. Do you know? Yeah, no, you know, let me break that down for you too, because I got I got the stats on this. So <clears throat> Iraq, after the invasion, Iraq would ended up getting twenty-five cents on the dollar for its own oil. So they only get twenty-five percent of the revenue generated from their own oil. Oil. So that that is why we invaded Iraq. It has nothing to do with anything else, and and, and, and you know, and anybody's going to say like, "Well, Iraq's a backward ass country, dude." Iraq was the cradle of civilization. It's the oldest, you know, maintained civilization in history. The Tigris and Euphrates River. This is where civilization was born. So. Y'all need to fucking go there, back there, to school. There is a YouTube video called The Cradle of Civilization. Watch it. It, it talks about uh, Iraq and Mesopotamia and so on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and how, how civilization first started. Where did it first start? So, so, by the way, there is a lot of people that don't know Iraq is actually Mesopotamia. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying is this, what we're talking about here is a world heritage site that that we should be protecting and and we bombed when we fucked up that country using depleted uranium i might add toxifying it for a thousand years we bombed cultural heritage sites just the video that the video that i told you about of dahlia she talks about depleted uranium being used in the united in american uh, war arms all right, thanks for tuning in to another episode and another thing with Dave. Please follow, subscribe, and share. I'm on all social media and another thing with Dave. And keep seeking the truth.